Today is Wednesday, October the 4th, 2023, and this is a Daily Inc. update. Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. The Office of Speaker of the House of the United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant. For the first time in 118 years, a Speaker of the House was removed from their position in the middle of a congressional session. The effort that occurred this week was largely spearheaded by Florida Congressman Matt Gates, who spoke after the vote was taken on Tuesday. People say that is to your benefit alone. Is it to the benefit of you and to Donald Trump? It's the benefit of this country that we have a better Speaker of the House than Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy couldn't keep his word. He made an agreement in January regarding the way Washington would work, and he violated that agreement. We are $33 trillion in debt. We are facing $2.2 trillion annual deficits. We face a de-dollarization globally that will crush Americans, working class Americans. Kevin McCarthy is a feature of the swamp. He has risen to power by collecting special interest money and redistributing that money in exchange for favors. Uh, We are breaking the fever now, and we should elect a speaker who's better. A high-ranking communication official within the U.S. Pentagon has been arrested and charged for running a dog-fighting ring in Maryland. 62-year-old Frederick Douglas Moorfield and 49-year-old Mario Flythe face charges of promoting animal fighting ventures. Authorities say the ring has been operating for two decades and has run thousands of dollars on bets, as well as cruelly executed dogs that did not win the match. Both Moorfield and Flythe would communicate with those in the dogfighting ring through an encrypted messaging board. Nine others were arrested last year as part of this ring. The U.S. Pentagon refused to comment on the situation other than to confirm that Moorfield is no longer in the workplace. The New York judge presiding over the case against Donald Trump, coming from the New York Attorney General, has now issued a gag order. On the first day that Trump showed up for the case, he stood outside the courthouse blasting both the judge and A.G. Letitia James calling this case nothing but election interference and contending that 80% of the case has been dismissed by an appellate judge based off of the statute of limitations. Trump was told he will spend 30 days in jail if he violates the gag order and was also told to remove a truth social post related to the court clerk, Allison Greenfield. That post shows Greenfield standing and smiling next to Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. Trump wrote below that picture that Greenfield was Schumer's girlfriend. A federal trial date of May 6, 2024, has been set for New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez, who is being charged with bribery and federal corruption. Menendez entered a not guilty plea last week in federal court. He and his wife, Nadine, are co-defendants, along with three other New Jersey businessmen. The U.S. Department of Justice says that the senator accepted gold bars, cash, and luxury cars from those businessmen in exchange for helping the country of Egypt in his official capacity as a U.S. senator. Also entering a not guilty plea this week was Hunter Biden, who is facing felony gun charges. Hunter was in a Delaware courtroom on Tuesday, where the judge revisited the supervised release conditions that Hunter has agreed to. Those include being subjected to random drug testing, abstaining from all alcohol, and getting permission for any international travel. Attorneys have until November 3rd to file any of their motions. A massive bust on human trafficking occurred in the state of Ohio. The week-long effort named Operation Buyer's Remorse resulted in the arrest of 160 people spanning across multiple cities in that state. Those who were found to be partaking in the human trafficking ranged in age from 17 to 84 and included nurses, educators, an EMT, and former law enforcement officer. 
Ohio Attorney General David Yost released this video statement. Operation Buyer's Remorse was all about targeting the demand. It's to send a message. You don't know if you're contributing to human trafficking when you buy sex in Ohio. Don't buy sex in Ohio. Conservative Catholics are appalled at the recent decision from Pope Francis to allow clergy to decide for themselves whether to bless a homosexual marriage. Francis was asked about the same-sex union issue in a letter from five cardinals. Francis acknowledged in a return letter that a man and woman is the only God-given definition of marriage and that the church should avoid a rite or sacrament that contradicts that conviction. But then he goes on to suggest that there could be some granting of a blessing in the name of pastoral charity to these same-sex unions, just so long as the blessing does not transmit a mistaken conception of what marriage is. The Cardinals responded by saying that the answer from the Pope does not resolve the doubts that were raised, if anything, only deepens them. These national story updates have been brought to you by Open Inc., a website that is a repository of documents for those who like deep digging, critical thinking, and true journalism, where the facts speak for themselves. Up next, a preview of what is coming and what is available on the Open Inc. website. There's a story that has reemerged this week regarding January 6th, and it's being reported on by the Gateway Pundit. It has to do with Proud Boy leader Enrique Tarrio, who was recently convicted of seditious conspiracy for some of the events happening in Washington, D.C. on that day, despite the fact that Tarrio never did enter the Capitol building. A document was used in the case against Tarrio, and it is called the 1776 Returns Paper. It's an outline of what a government takeover of buildings would look like. Tario is being associated with the paper, even though he didn't write it, and it never did fall into his possession until a week before the January 6th event. So if Tario was in fact planning a seditious conspiracy, it wasn't with that document coming so late in the game. However, the, however, the FBI and prosecutors in this case emphasized the document and its contents to the jury as if, in fact, this was Tario's plan all along. Well, the Gateway Pundit is reporting on the court documents in Tario's case that reveal the actual source of that document. It was written by a person who was being groomed to enter either the CIA or FBI. That person has been identified as Sam Armies, and he even admitted in the January 6th committee testimony that was conducted in 2022 that he had, in fact, done work for the State Department and U.S. Special Operations Command in Tampa. Also in that testimony, Armies described his wargaming exercises that led him to sketching out a document that he would later pass on to Erica Flores at her request, and then from there it passed into Tario's hands. The Gateway Pundit contends that this was all a setup by the FBI using Armies against the Proud Boys and especially against Tario. They're basing that conclusion on the statement that was made by Proud Boys attorney, Roger Roots, and in the court documents, Roots states that the government itself is the author of the most incriminating document used in the case against Tario. Roots is also arguing that this is a Brady violation and is calling the whole case against Tario entrapment. You could actually read the transcript of Sam Army's on the opening website when it comes to the House committee testimony that he gave. As you read the discussion that armies had with the House members, there are clues that are already given out as to where armies stands politically, especially when it comes to Donald Trump. 
And as you read further into it, you may have some questions pop up, such as how does a person who liked to war game about taking over government buildings be so willing to share those docs with a casual friend like Erica Flores without any fear or hesitation of how he could be perceived or interpreted in doing so? I mean, we're not so far from the whole see something, say something motto following terrorist attacks in the U.S. Did he have any concern that he could be perceived as a terrorist? It also raises the question, why is it when Tario is found in possession of a 1776 returns document, even though the full plan was never enacted in D.C. and Tario never even occupied one of the Capitol buildings, it's still portrayed as further damning proof that he's a seditionist worthy of the harshest prison sentence. But when the person who actually wrote down the concepts is ultimately identified in question, he's given the benefit of the doubt that he was simply an innocent man engaging in a theoretical war game exercise about no small topic here, but his motives and politics and actions are never fully questioned or for that matter, prosecuted. The Gateway Pundit concludes that this needs further investigation. After reading the transcript, I would agree. You can do so as well by going to open.inc hitting the documents button in the upper right-hand corner and typing in armies, which is spelled A-R-M-E-S. Thanks for listening to this Daily Inc. update.